Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Going Postal. I am here with my business partner, Tim Nolan, again. Good morning, Tim. Hey, Joe. How are you? Good, how are you? Today, we are going to talk about retirees. We run into a lot of retirees at all the conventions we go to. And just want to give a shout out to them and talk a little bit about their situations. We will see you on the flip side. All right. Once again, good morning, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, We want to talk about retirees today in our podcast. Yeah. Before we get to that, we want to tell them a little bit about ourselves again. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, Tim Nolan, Joe Cuny, uh, we are, this is our Going Postal podcast. We are Postal Blue Book Help. Uh, Check us out on Going Postal uh, podcasts on YouTube, all your favorite podcast platforms, Give us a listen in your car while you're driving to work or in, when you're in your lovely LLV, you know, the Cadillac you're driving around in. Give us a listen on your podcast platforms uh, or check us out on Facebook at Postal Blue Book Help, uh, as well as our website, postalbluebookhelp.com. Uh, you know, we're here to educate the postal community as well as other federal agencies as well, but we're dedicated to the postal community to make sure they understand their benefits and retirement options uh, because those decisions that you make, I know this kind of sounds like a broken record, but those decisions that you make are irreversible when you turn that famous blue book in. And speaking of the blue book, what do we do with the blue book? So we help you guys fill out that blue book at zero cost. Uh, so there are some firms out there that are charging upwards of 750 to to $1,000. We'll help you fill it out. Make sure you check the right boxes initial here, sign there in the right places, uh, and help you fill it out completely tell you where to send it over to shared services so that it gets processed. Uh, And one thing, you know, I wanted to touch on real quick is um, we get a lot of questions. How soon should I fill out that blue book before retirement? Yeah. And, you know, I think the right answer right now, because the government's about 90 to 95 days behind is three to four months ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, And we'll help you fill it out. And if there's a couple decisions like, you know, if you listen to some of our previous podcasts, we've talked about pension and survivor benefit. If there's some of those decisions that you're not really sure on, let's start getting it filled out even sooner, you know, four months, like Joe said, and then we can still talk through those decisions before you finally check the box and send it in. Sure. You know, the last thing you guys want is to have a lapse in your your pension. Right. Uh, so if, you know, you're going to retire, we hear a lot of people always want to retire in December, right? Yep. The, the, yep. the end of December. Make sure that, you know, around this time in October or whatever, uh, September, October, November, that you're getting that turned in. Because if you wait till a couple weeks before uh, you're retiring, you're probably not going to get a pension check for a couple months. Yeah. I mean, it'll be after after the new year, for sure, in February, maybe sometimes possibly March. Just depends. Uh, You know, so that that process looks like you know, go to our website, postalbluebookhelp.com, schedule an appointment with Joe or myself or one of our other federal retirement consultants, and we will walk you through that process of filling out those nine pages of that 165-page book. We have all the pages of the blue book, so, you know, rest easy. You're not going to have to wait for that blue book to be mailed to you, right? All right. Uh, we, we have it all, uh, and we will help you fill it out and walk through it with you. 
Yep. So let's get into retirees. Yeah. Uh, we kind of let in with that. And we run into a lot of retirees at all of the state postal conventions that we go to. We do. Uh, all of them are pretty happy to be at all the conventions, which is great. They still continue to go, so they must yeah. really enjoy them. Well, they have fun at those things. Yeah. And yeah. and we talk to a lot of them. Um, and I think in a lot of cases, when we talk to them, they probably think that there's no way that we can help them. Uh, but we're going to get into a few different things that we can help them with. And let's kind of start with Medicare. I know we talked about Medicare on the previous uh, podcast that we did, Yep. Uh, but let's just kind of go back down that road with them and talk a little bit of how we can help them with Medicare. Yeah. And, you know, a couple things we want to point out here. So, um, you know, maybe you're a retiree that was fortunate enough to retire your MRA. Minimum retirement age, 56 and some months, or maybe 57. And maybe you're just coming into age 65. You're what we call aging into 65 years old, right? So now you need help, but you're not, you're no longer with the postal service. You're no longer with the federal government, but you need that help with understanding your different Medicare options and how they're going to coordinate with your FEHB. Make sure to watch episode six, our previous episode, and you'll get more detailed information on that, or just give us a call or, or, reach out to us on our website, postalbluebookhelp.com, uh, and and we'll go through all that with you. But, you know, the basics of Medicare, it's a lot of words. I mean, it's a lot of letters. A lot of letters. A lot of letters, almost the entire alphabet. But the main components of it are A, hospitalization, right? B, your medical, your your doctor visits, doctors, basically. Yeah. All your doctors and stuff, right? And then we skip to D. D is your prescription drug plan, right? And then they came out years ago with Medicare Part C. And everybody says, well, what is Medicare Part C? Tell them what Medicare Part C is, Joe. Medicare Part C is A, B, and D all combined into one. And it's at zero cost. Right. Minus your Part B payment that they take out of your Social Security check. But it's at zero cost to you. And just to kind of go down that rabbit hole one more time, I don't think we touched on it in the Medicare episode that we had. But, um, you know, when we say it's at zero cost to you, um, there is a max out of pocket in most states that people are going to have to pay if they were to have something catastrophic catastrophic, excuse me. Easy for me to say. Right. Can you spell that? Right. happen. And, you know, in Missouri, where we live, we know that most plans, the max out of pocket that you can spend in a calendar year, if you're hospitalized or have a major surgery or something along those lines, is around $3,000. Right. Yep. And all states are different. You go down to Florida, we know because of your mom and different people that we ran into, Tim's mom stays part-time down in Florida, that their max out of pocket is higher. Yeah. Absolutely. It's higher than than Missouri. And every state's different. Right. But once again, the easiest way to learn about this stuff is to contact us so we can kind of guide you through it. Yep. You know, and then we we touched on our previous episode also about, you know, Medicare supplement plans. Well, I need a supplement. Well, supplements can be pricey. And, you know, we didn't really touch on this in the last episode either. Medicare supplement plans, you're paying a monthly premium, just like you were paying for FEHB. It is a health insurance plan. You're paying for that 
no matter if you go to the doctor or not. In most cases for you guys, there's no way that you should ever have a supplement. Um, Would you agree with that? Just because you guys, you know, you're you're either going to have your keep your Feb or if you decide to go with a Medicare Advantage plan, you would suspend your Feb, which we talked about in the last episode. Uh, But it, 99% 99% of the time, you guys are not going to want to go on a Medicare supplement plan just because you have such great benefits with your fat. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and again, give us a call, check us out on postalbluebookhelp.com. But one other thing we didn't even touch on, and there are some of you, thank you for your service, some of our veterans that may be entitled to TRICARE for Life. Uh, and there you can coordinate TRICARE for Life with Medicare plans as well. Absolutely. And in a lot of cases, people are like, well, I have TRICARE. And TRICARE, in most cases, is the best health yeah. insurance you can get, yeah. right? Uh, but you can also get those added benefits right. uh, of not having to go to the VA and wait for four or five hours if you pick up a Medicare Advantage plan. Right. Uh, you can get the over-the-counter medications, all those essential extras yeah. that a Medicare Advantage plan will give to you on top of your TRICARE. Right. Absolutely. And again, do I make that decision now or do I make that decision later? Talk to us, right? Let us help you help guide you through those decisions that you're going to make. Uh, and, and kind of going back to where I started with this, you know, you may be a, the retirees that we see at these state conventions and SOCs and all those different uh, things where we've met you. Um, we love talking to you. You coming up to our table, our booth, we have great conversations. We have a lot of laughs, uh, but, you know, and we're going to do a better job of uh, asking you these questions. Hey, do you have your Medicare taken care of if you're of Medicare age? And even if you have been on Medicare, we've had some retirees that are in their 70s and 80s. You know, let's look at if it's the right plan for you. Yeah. Let's review what you have. You might have Medicare and FEHB because you wanted to have both things. So you have basically no bills. Right. Uh, let us look at and see if the plan that you have let's say you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, is the right plan because they change every year. 2023, doctors change networks, uh, prescription drugs change on everybody's plan. So let us do a complimentary review for you and make sure you're on the right plan. Right. And and the biggest thing is, you know, we, we, we beat this like a dead horse, but everything we do for you guys, you know, is free of charge. There's never going to be a charge where we say, well, if we go over this with you, it's going to cost you a hundred dollars or $500 or whatever it is. It's everything, any consultation we do with you guys, we do it for absolutely nothing. Uh, So that kind of covers Medicare. Let's talk, and I want you to go down this road because you're more of an expert than I am in this, Uh, but long-term care. So people that are retirees, it makes a lot of sense for them to look into some long-term care options. Yeah. And, you know, especially for those that are retiring at MRA, you know, younger in their mid fifties and even those in their early sixties, guys, we all know we've seen it. We've probably gone through it with a loved one, family member, mom, dad, who knows uh, that has been uh, that has needed some type of maybe skilled nursing or assisted living or, or anything like that because they have maybe a chronic or critical illness, right? Um, long-term care, traditionally, people think of, oh my gosh, it's so expensive, or it's a use it or lose it type, you know, arrangement. Um, times have changed. 
the insurance companies have evolved their policies as to what they can offer. Um, and there is the federal long-term care program, uh, program, right? It's underwritten by John Hancock. Uh, We do have the ability to look into that for you on a traditional long-term care plan, but there are a lot of alternatives out there, Joe. There are life insurance plans that have long-term care riders, uh, especially for our younger crowd that's that's watching and that we visited with. Um, Looking into other life insurance, I know we talked about it on Fegley, but we really didn't touch on this subject. Looking into life insurance plans that have long-term care benefits to them or that have critical illness or chronic illness riders, that if you're unable to do two of the six activities of daily living and you need assistance in your home or you need to uh, go to a skilled nursing facility, uh, these policies have those benefits that can advance you tax-free portions of the death benefit of your policy to help pay for those long-term care needs, whether it's you know your brother or sister coming and helping you in the home uh, a, a registered nurse, or you need to go to an actual facility that can help offset those costs. Uh, and I think the long-term care program and long-term care in general is overlooked because people see just probably a heavy price tag for it. Um, but again, we can look into a lot of different options for you um, because I can tell you from firsthand experience, um, I was writing checks for my late father who was in a nursing home for about $8,000 a month. Yeah. And that'll make somebody go broke. I I don't care how much you have in your TSP or your IRA or whatever. That can make you go broke pretty quick. Well, and I know, you know, personal experience and with me as well, my mother, uh, you know, she was in there and she was only in there for a short period of time, but it was three or four months and it was $4,000 a month. So, you know, the last thing you guys want to do is be getting into your, your savings, your TSP, whatever it is to make sure that, you know, you you or a loved one, your spouse or whoever it is, is, you know, taken care of. I mean, you just have to look ahead. Yeah. And the problem I think we run into, and it's everybody, it's not just you guys. I mean, we we talk about this stuff every day, but we only see what's right in front of us. Right. And most people aren't forecasting out what could happen when Mm -hmm. I get to this age, and especially you retirees now, you know, you, you hate to talk about it, but I mean, you know, you get into your 50s and your 60s and your 70s, you have to start looking at this stuff and making sure that you have your bases covered. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we're not going to sit here and keep beating that horse that's on the ground, but guys, check us out, postalbluebookhelp.com, yep. uh, Facebook, uh, wherever you can find us uh, and reach out to us and we'll be glad to help you. Yeah. Third topic we wanted to talk about is going back to TSP. I know we've covered TSP, but we really didn't talk about it with retirees. I was talking to a lady uh, at the uh, SOC in North Carolina, and she had walked up to me and we're just kind of, you know, chewing the fat, just having a good conversation. And she asked what we do. And I kind of got into the, you know, the different things that we do. And she, she brought up TSP and she said, oh, I've got my money in the TSP and I just leave it in the G fund. I've left it in there. Yep. It's the safe fund to be in and it's fine. Right. Uh, and, you know, and then she kind of walked away and I didn't really get a chance to try to pull her aside and, you know, say, hey, let's look at this option. Yeah. 
does this make the most sense? Because it seemed like to me that she didn't, that that was a wealth transfer TSP. She wasn't getting into that TSP. Right. She was leaving it for her family members, whatever it is. Uh, and she was just going to leave it in the G fund. And, and that's fine, except if you're looking to transfer wealth, Let's transfer the most wealth you can right. possibly transfer. Right. You're not so, gonna, you're not going to you're not going to accumulate much wealth just keeping it in the G fund, right? Correct. I mean in 2021 the G fund itself returned 1.38%. Last month it was a little over a quarter of 1%. Year to date it's sitting at about 1.5%. However, we all know that the market is in decline right now, right? Market's down, S&P's down 23%. You know, the market is down this year. We're in a we're in a bear market. We had that bull market run for over 11 years. So if history is going to repeat itself, which we think it will, and, and, and history does repeat itself, if you look back to the market, over the next 10 years, we're going to see the market come back. Sure. You know, probably in the next year to 18 months, you're going to see it come back. So do you want to have yourself in a position just sitting in the G fund, kind of sitting on the sidelines? Right. Or do you want to have yourself in a position where, when the market comes back, instead of just going into the C, S, or I funds right now and taking a, a, a loss, right? Right. Positioning yourself in a solution that will, when the market comes back, allow you to start taking gains in the market with zero downside risk, yeah. just like the G fund, the safety of the G fund, but having the potential for the upside of the C, S, and I fund. Absolutely. You I know, mean, it doesn't make any sense to leave your money sitting in the G fund. Right. You're just not, you're not even hedging inflation right, right. now, right? Nine, not at 9%. You're not. No. Inflation's 9 plus percent. You're not hedging inflation there. Uh, and, you know, so <clears throat> basically we're kind of beating ourselves because sometimes the retirees, you guys are coming up and talking to us at these conventions and, you know, we want to make sure that you are set up properly. Correct. So it never hurts to say, even if you retired 10 years ago, 15 years ago, to get a second opinion, right? Uh, making sure that your money is in the right situation based upon what you're looking to do with it down the road. Yeah. And to Joe's point, you're looking for wealth accumulation, which eventually becomes wealth transfer to kids, grandkids, whatever, uh, maybe your favorite charity, whatever. Um, let's try to grow it as much as possible with zero downside risk. And if that's something that you're interested in talking to us about, Again, you can check us out at postalbluebookhelp.com uh, or go out to our Facebook page and request an appointment as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the fourth and the final thing we wanted to talk to you guys about, we are always looking for uh, ambassadors, people to help us at Postal Blue Book. Uh, we run into a lot of people. We work with a couple guys yep. uh, in, that live in South Carolina, North Carolina, yep. uh, that kind of do that sort of thing. But we are always looking for ambassadors of sure. our brand as well. So right. if you guys like what we do, uh, please reach out to us and be happy to have an open conversation on how we could help you or how you could help us. A lot of retirees want to make some extra money, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, make some extra money, uh, you know, and, and start that wealth accumulation, you know, start another bucket of money basically sure. uh, by helping people and still being able to work with your colleagues and, and old counterparts to, uh, um, that you worked with at the postal service, you yeah. know, go to these state conventions with us, you know, mingle, maybe bring us into a new section of, of postal employees that we can't get into yet that we haven't talked to, uh, be that brand ambassador. So if that's something that you're looking to do, uh, you know, give us a call, 
reach out to us on Facebook and our website, postalbluebookhelp.com. Um, and we'd be happy to talk to you about it. You know, uh, I'd like to take a quick second and, and thank those, uh, from the SOC for that wonderful, uh, event that we had been at, yep. uh, weeks ago, you know, Dominic and Linda, Linda Carter, Dominic Spadaro. Great, great time with you guys. We look forward to, uh, next year's event. Uh, uh, so thank you so much for, for everything that you guys have done for us. Uh, they're brand ambassadors for us, right? Yep. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're not working with us, but they definitely, uh, look out for us and, uh, help promote us. So support us. Yeah, absolutely. And then what are we going to talk about next week? I think we're going to bring in a, a colleague of ours, uh, yeah. Fred Netzel. Fred Netzel will be joining us in our next, uh, next podcast. We're going to bring Fred on, uh, cause Fred really, uh, he specializes in everything that, that we do for the most part, uh, with the exception of the Medicare side, but Fred really, uh, he, he does a lot of research, uh, understanding, you know, military time buyback understanding uh, sick leave and annual leave and all those real small you know, intricacies that, that we haven't really specified on any of these episodes. So we're going to bring him in for a live, uh, a live feed, you know, satellite link. Uh, we're going to bring him in and, and pick his brain a little bit, introduce him because uh, he's one of us. He's a federal retirement consultant with Postal Blue Book Help. And, uh, you know, just let him make his introduction, make That's- his the things that we have to go into OPM for, right? He knows. He he, he <laughs> he's read OPM from you know cover to cover, right? Uh, but we're gonna let Fred make his uh, going postal debut. Debut. You know it. So we're gonna <laughs> let get Fred on the big screen here, and uh, you know I'm sure he has a better radio voice. He's better looking, and you know even though he's older, but right. hey, uh, we're gonna bring Fred Netzel in next time, folks. And Fred's been to quite a few state conventions, so a lot of yep. you guys will will know Fred when you see him. Uh, great guy. Looking forward to having him uh, yep. next week. Absolutely. So, hey, guys, uh, once again, you know where to find us, postalbluebookhelp.com, the Going Postal podcast on YouTube and all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. Check us out. Give us a like, share, and subscribe. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. See you soon.